This portion of the show is brought to you by the Rodeo Steakhouse in Williams. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. I thought I was going to have to do the show alone. My, my guest co-host comes in at the last minute. Let's go. Let's go. You took Monday off. Well. Because you were sick. You, you, uh, <laughs> I you just like said to it's time to go. You schedule on me. The schedule's the same yeah, every day. No, you just it's, it's the same all the time. No. <laughs> anyway, Angela's here with me. She got a little off schedule because she's usually Monday and Wednesday, but had a lot of guests this week. Yeah. I've had a lot of guests on if you missed any of those. And we got a lot to talk about. You go to talkwithjeff.com, finish my first sentence. We got a lot to talk about today. Uh, CPI came out again, and I guess that happens every month. So every month it's a shock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know. So either CPI or inflation. Thing is, you know, how it's are a they going to twist it to sound better than it really is? Yeah. It's, well, they've already been doing that. It just depends how you I, no, I look at I mean. The, it's a new way. It's like a variation yeah. of the same. How every, can we politicize yeah. this? I, yeah. I looked at the numbers and I'll give you the details on that. Um, there's this genius plan floating around. I know the Senate's pushing hard on it. I think Speaker Johnson in the House is pushing hard as well. You know, they've been working on the whole you know, continuing to kick the can forward thing. And, you know, they're all upset because they didn't get their money for the forever war in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. In what, two years? Was that two years coming up in February, I believe? Yeah, soon. So the new plan is in February at the two-year anniversary, just a coincidence, I'm, I'm sure, is to seize, like actually seize the Russian assets that they froze two years ago. And I'm going to tell you why that's probably a bad idea, whether you like Russia or don't like Russia. Uh, I think in the situation the U.S. is in, which is, you know, 44, was it 44, where are we at now? Four, 34? 34 trillion. I can't oh, keep track of yeah, 34. 34 trillion and, and climbing fast. We're going to be at another 100 billion uh, by the end of this month, I'm sure, or very close to it. I'll tell you why it's not a good idea. Um, and then Hobbes is continuing her assault on education, on the private schools. Uh, Angela has some stuff on that, on the thing, something we missed. And it came up with uh, Representative David Cook the other day, and it's the um, the tax credits. Yeah, and She's I've kind of heard too. something about that from school, but I, I couldn't verify it. It's, like, really hard to find her budget proposal on. Shocking. I don't know why, but shocking. I looked and looked. I, I couldn't really find a lot of info on it. But then David Cook was talking about it, too. And yeah, so, he's saying to get rid Well, yeah. he kind of changed his mid-interview. He was like, yeah, we should get rid of the... Um, STOs and then Mark Howitt said something yeah. and he's like, Oh yeah, maybe we shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that was, that was, that was easy. <laughs> so maybe you didn't think it through, you know, cause you, you start hearing. Well, sometimes the, you don't hear another perspective and then yeah. you talk to someone oh, who has one idea. and you're like, Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And I got a good one here for you. Um, enough with the EV crap already. Seriously. <laughs> the, I haven't put an article out yet, but uh, apparently the, apparently Arizona has a certain amount of EV grants to give out, um, and cinema specifically saying, I'm giving this money. I always love that when the yeah, politicians like, like hers to yeah, give. you don't yeah. have any money. What do you make? $180,000 a year to be a Senator, you know, and, and they always give out that, well, the, the EV buses now, electric buses, the school buses, yeah, the school buses. I got the, the numbers on this one. has the hybrid electric, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the, the, some of the numbers on these EV buses. It's like, whew, it'd be cheaper to just drop a new diesel engine in the old one and hire a, another mechanic or something, you know, yeah. save some money. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, we'll hit on all that. Plus, uh, the more craziness with crime going around the country and then the assault on natural gas, something in Washington, Washington state where they're banning natural gas. This is, this is all going to turn out great. I, you know, I actually today, another great example of why it's always a good idea to have a wood burning stove. I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. big advocate for mm-hmm. that. First of all, we live in the, most of us listening <clears throat> or most of you listening, uh, live in the la- largest national or, um, uh, Ponderosa forest in the world, right? Right. It's huge. There's wood yeah. everywhere. Or if you're not in it, you're very close to it. Yeah. My neighbor <laughs> trimmed her trees. I was over there and, and they left the big logs, you know, Yeah. I, and not to, to firewood size. So I had to hack those down today with, with the, with the old steel chainsaw. Um, so it's like, it's not even like you have to go out. You just go cut down your neighbor's trees <laughs> yeah. and you'll have, but anyway, the, the power went out today. Yesterday, power went out and part of Flagstaff, apparently a squirrel, got into an electric box or something to do mm-hmm. with a squirrel. I didn't research it much, yeah. but it goes to show you how quickly power could go out because of a squirrel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So our power went out today and hasn't happened in a while. Right. Yeah, It hasn't. And it was yeah. like an hour and a half. I think, I mean, it was kind of, it wasn't that long really in the scheme of things, but, but you start adjusting to like no power to no yeah. noise of the fridge and all that. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was getting ready for lunch and yesterday we had, um, for dinner, we had some great, uh, Philly cheesesteaks. Normally I go to uh, sportsman's. Mm-hmm. Sportsman's Bar and Grill is actually the next sponsor, so it's going to work out good. I can just <laughs> <laughs> kind of blend this all together. Um, Sportsman's Bar and Grill is great chili um, or Philly cheesesteaks. Uh, great soup, great. Their $4 menu, they got the soups on there. Too. They got the tacos. They've got uh, sliders is on Thursdays, so check mm-hmm. that out. Um, always great specials. Um, but I didn't go to Sportsman's last night. I decided to make our own Philly cheesesteaks. Um, I'd recommend you go to Sportsman's because I don't think you're as professional as I am. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything, actually. Didn't I just bought it. didn't do anything except buy the <laughs> ingredients, and I made them. Well, I, bu- I bought the... Um, what's that called? London broil or mm-hmm. steak or London broil, whatever it is. And they had a sale for seven ninety. Did I tell you about this yesterday? Seven ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. A pound. And, um, it's like, wow, yeah, give me more. Cause you know? normally it's fifteen ninety nine. So I got to register and I didn't go to the self checkout. I should have, I get two bags of groceries and I'm ready to do this whole segment on how much food is two bags for 50 bucks. And I realized that they, they didn't honor the, um, seven ninety nine. Yeah. The sign was old yeah. and it was seventeen ninety nine a pound for that. For that deli meat. Mm-hmm. I actually drove back. We, we drove back to Safeway. Oops. <laughs> we drove back to Safeway and I said, and they corrected it. They yeah, corrected because it. they hadn't removed the sign. Yeah. The sales and they were like, they, they, they honored it and yeah. stuff. So it, it was good. But anyway, uh, Philly cheesesteak. So this, this afternoon I'm like, I want to have another good, um, crisp, crisp, bun. I want a hot bun, right? I want the bun crisped up, right? The hoagie roll. The hoagie yeah. roll, right? So, but the power's out. So what I do, I put it on top of the, the, the wood, wood stove. stove. Yeah. yeah. Sportsman's, I love Sportsman's, but I don't know if you, are you guys going to do that for me? Do you they toast your bread on a wood stove? Yeah. <laughs> nah, they, they probably do. They yeah. actually have better ones, but we yeah. did pretty good, you know, in yeah, a pinch. Yeah, it crisped it up yeah, real quick. it was pretty good. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, flaming fire, the dollar bill here, actually the $100 bill is my picture at talkwithjeff.com. Uh, top news story that I put up there today. Subscribe. Please subscribe to the to the website. Go to talkwithjeff.com right up top. There's a subscription button. You put in your email address and I don't spam you or anything. You get one, two, three articles a day, maybe. And I think they're relevant things to our world. Mostly Arizona, but this is national. U.S. GDP uh, came in at 3.3% for the final quarter of 2023. So for the, <clears throat> the fourth quarter ending December. December. Thank you. Um, and debt grows to over 40, 34 trillion. It's title. And then a big 
picture of Benjamin Franklin up in flames uh, for the, for the good old hundred dollar bill there. So the commerce department puts this thing out, right? And apparently it grew by 3.3% for 2023. The GDP was estimated at, and they always adjust this crap, 2.5% growth for year over year. So for the entire year of 2023, they're saying that all the economic activity within the United States uh, grew at 2.5%. Mm-hmm. I mean, inflation is running like three point five, but whatever, you know. I mean, <laughs> we'll just we'll just go with that. We don't count that. We don't count that. But what we do count in the GDP, this is what is astounding to me. How these guys and there's all different numbers, GDP and this whatever, you know. There's all different gauges, right? Uh, GNP is one of them. Uh, the federal deficit is estimated last year to be around one point seven trillion dollars. So we had to we spent. One point we, the government, the United States, spent $1.7 trillion for all the government expenditures more than they took in, right? So in that GDP number is government, right? which doesn't make sense because they don't make anything. Mm -hmm. They just take and spend. And governments, the percentage of total government spending as far as a percentage of the GDP is 37%. So close to, sometimes it goes over over 40. During COVID, Mm -hmm. it went over Mm -hmm. 40. So almost 40% of the economic activity within the GDP is government spending. So I'm looking at this number. Overspending. Yeah, overspending. So I'm like, wait a second, we grew 2.5%, which is like, uh, you know, eh. But inflation is what, three, four, something. Mm -hmm. Who knows which scale you look at, right? 8% if you look at the old way to do it. And then you're like, wait a second, We we had to borrow... Because they count the borrowed money. Right, right. Because that was government so spending. So trillion borrowed. So how much did we really grow? Grow? We, we borrowed $1.7 trillion at least last year mm-hmm. to grow the economy by 2.5%. What would have happened if you'd taken away the $1.7 trillion? Right. Would we have negative growth? I think we would. Yeah, probably. Why yeah. don't they give me yeah. that number? Here's what the GDP would have yeah. been if we hadn't borrowed and, you know, pledged our, our future great, great grandkids to pay this back. This is insanity. So, yeah, they don't give you those numbers, though. Remember, government spending in, in like early 1900s was 3% of all economic activity. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. Now yeah. it's 37%. And we have to borrow money to grow the economy. How long does that last? I don't know. I'm shocked all the time. 100, 120% G, um, uh, debt to GDP now, mm-hmm. you know, meaning that the debt is greater than the annual national income. And $7 trillion in, in treasuries are coming due in the next 12 months. $7 trillion. Wow. And a lot of that's foreign, right? So they you got to reissue the debt. A lot of this is at, you know, 1%, 2%. Yes, it's now it's three, interest. four because it's 4% right now. You know, who knows what it's going to be in a couple months. We'll see. So keep that in mind because obviously we have a problem and we're borrowing money relying on either foreigners or the Federal Reserve just to write an IOU and pass it over to this side of the aisle, right? Mm -hmm. And now the geniuses in in Congress, the Senate, and these people that – I don't think these people – well, people don't really balance their own checkbook anymore. Yeah, I'm not convinced they do. Yeah, I don't don't think that's – well, okay – if you were to bounce your own check, I don't think the people in Congress would know how to do that anymore. And they got this plan to seize, like I was saying in my opener, $300 billion in Russian assets. So when the war broke out, when they invaded Ukraine, 
uh, the U.S. said we're seizing we're seizing all the treasuries you've got in various banks. Most of this is is overseas. Uh, surprisingly, a lot of these treasuries are housed in places like Belgium, places like that. Uh, so they're in banks and and big institutions and. They don't issue, it's not like the old days where you'd see a movie and they have these uh, bear bonds or treasuries or something and there's these big printed pieces of paper paper. in a a Uh briefcase and somebody's got the um, handcuff, you know, Mm -hmm. thing and Mm -hmm. you got to chop their hand off and run away with it type thing. They, it's all digital. So they have these all held in some digital lockbox, like in places like Belgium and and other places. So, which was kind of dumb on Russia. You figure if you're going to invade Ukraine, you'd be like, yeah, we need to liquidate or right, like let's not store I, all that money yeah can get. i can i get these on a flash drive and take mm-hmm. you know, walk it back to russia or something right so as soon as the attack happens they seize the 300 billion well that and that caused problems throughout the world and you, you've heard of the brick nations and you know places like uh, brazil china <clears throat> uh, saudi arabia uh, russia all these countries that are coming together and what they're doing is they're thinking, well, maybe we need an alternate to the U.S. dollar. Call it the brick. That should be a pretty good sounding currency. The brick. Yeah. How many bricks? You know, yeah. How many bricks? Um, and they want to ultimately back their economic unions, shall we say, with to gold. They want to say one ounce equals one brick, not like a dollar right. amount or whatever, right? Um, so this just kind of, to me, fuels the fire of people wanting to get out of the U.S. dollar. And you see how many dollars come back to U.S. and cause inflation if that happens. So now they want to seize it, actually just take the money and think what you want of Russia. But you start talking about, you know, seizing money of of nations like Russia and China and others. And maybe it's going to be, you know, who knows which other country. Then all of a sudden they lose confidence in the dollar as a a currency to trade in. Mm -hmm. I think it's a boneheaded idea. I wouldn't do it. I don't think they're thinking this through very much, especially when if we had no debt or low debt, Maybe, mm-hmm. but we don't have that power over the rest of the world anymore. Right, right. Like, what's the long-term yeah. consequence of that? I don't think it's very good. Yeah. I'd like your thoughts, though. Hey, I, I didn't give out the email. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, you can also text. I need to check that. I can't text you, but you can text me. 877-9713-971. Now, um, another boneheaded decision. This is more local. Uh, Governor Katie Hobbs. Those almost go together, bonehead decisions and Governor Katie Hobbs. <laughs> what was her proposal on this? Because I didn't, I wasn't aware of this until um, who was that? Representative Cook. Yeah, came well, on the program I had the other told day. you about. I had read on an email from school that um, it actually from a student tuition organization, STO, that she was proposing to eliminate all tax credit scholarships. Explain what that is, real quick, for people so that the don't tax know. credit scholarships is when um, you know anyone who owes money to the state, so basically anyone who's got a job, even if you have a W-2 job, you pay taxes to the state. And rather than just giving your money to the state and they can do whatever they want, you can redirect it to um, something like a private school or a public school or okay. the working poor or, you know, another, any other charitable, there's, you know, a whole list of. So it bypasses the, the, the politicians. Right. So hands. you could say, Hey, I owe 200 bucks or a thousand, but whatever it is. And I would like to donate it to this school or even to a certain student at this school and, or any other, any of these other ones. Anyway. R-A-V-I-T-S. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're still looking for tax credit donations. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, don't don't um, use the show for your personal gain. Come I on. wasn't. Pull you it did. together. <laughs> Pull it together. So 
when you do that, you have to do the like route the money through a t- student tax credit organization. Okay. And um, then they dole out the money to the student. So or you had a middleman. Right. So or they're one. just kind of a middle, yeah, a middle person. Middle, middle person. Right. Okay. Sorry. So that's what a I gotta get the lingo right. You know, I gotta get the lingo right, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say man, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, that, so the, she's proposing STO to get rid of it. Oh, is just the organization that kind of accepts the money and then doles it out. And I, from what I've heard, there's hundreds of them. There's a lot of different ones okay. in the state. But they want to not just eliminate the STOs, but the tax credit them itself. Um, what I read was all tax credit scholarships. So I don't know if that's scholarships to an individual child or if it's to any private school. That was in her plan because. Well, it, and. Well, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Are they going to eliminate tax credits to public schools well, too? Well, I don't know. Because See, I, I want, I just. find the budget. Yeah, you have all the, you don't. Then you don't I might be able to that. answer that, but I've looked and I can't find it. And I even had like. Intel that says it's on page nine of the executive summary, but I can't even find. Well, the if you don't have summary. the book, <laughs> you can't get the. Yeah, you know, you so can't find I, page I nine. I can't find it, but I did see other news articles that were saying basically the same thing, and then David Cook was saying the same thing. So, okay, I have a feeling that that's one of her chopping block um, op- options. I don't know that. Well, it'll and happen, I was though. surprised to hear, and I don't think Representative Cook. You know, he heard Mark Howitt, like I said, say, hey, STOs are still important. The tax right. credit is still important for the private schools because sometimes it doesn't go to the individual kid. It may go to, just we go to, to Flagstaff Christian yeah. School. So it just goes to school and then they can help uh, dole out scholarships to people. Maybe that can't afford it yeah. and didn't get on the ESA or, or whatever. Or they can't drum up tax credits. And remember, yeah, you're just yeah. diverting the money f- going to the state coffers to the school of your choice. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I'm... I'm sensing a bias towards public schools here by this administration because I, I want it to be fair. You know, if, if you're going to say you can't get tax credits to the private schools anymore, then you can't give it to the public schools anymore. Well, right. you know, let's I be mean, fair yeah, across that, the board. That would be the logical just thing, like, but that's not how they exactly. operate. Just like, just like she proposed that before you can get ESA money at a private school, you have to go to a public school for 100 days. And I say, okay, no, you got to go to a private school for 100 days. Yeah, right. I mean, right. These, these people are so blatantly biased. You know, it's, it's, it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous. So, no, I think that's another another bad plan there because it's not like you're taking both. You can't take tax credit money and yet as an individual. Right. You can only do one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. You can only do one or the other. So um, we still do the tax credits. So we go and beg our family and friends and, you know, businesses and stuff and say, hey, if you're paying state taxes, can you um, fill out this form, go to this STO and send it to Olivia Orvitz at Flagstaff Christian School, for example. And they'll do that. Here's 500 bucks instead of them paying the state taxes. But we don't do the ESA. Right. So um, what's private school costing? Eight? eight Yeah, depending on the grade, it's from seven to 9,000 or so. So we, and by we, I mean Angela. Angela works really hard to get the STOs from all these people, Mm -hmm. um, the tax credits from all these people. But we don't do the ESA. It's one or the other. So once again, she's arguing it's... It's, why it's, eliminate both? Yeah, why eliminate too? both? Because you can only use one or the other. Right, right. Again, another not very well thought out idea from from government, but that's pretty typical. All right. Uh, if your heater breaks, if you're cold and you want to get that heater working again, you need to call my good friends at Gettles High Desert Mechanical. This family-owned company has been servicing HVAC units throughout northern central Arizona for three-plus decades. They do a great job. They do plumbing. 
as well. Um, I, I had a, a friend of mine say that they only use Gettles for plumbing and they for years, and they've been so happy. So Gettles can take care of plumbing for you as well. You need service on your uh, your heater right now? Call them up. Verde Valley, you know, Sedona, Flagstaff, Prescott area. They'll come on out and get that thing fixed. 928-567-2200. That's 928-567-2200. Or go to GettlesHDM.com. That's G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M.com. Back in a minute. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up the Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. If you're buying or refinancing and you want to consolidate high-rate credit cards, I don't want you to be misled by those crazy teaser interest rates online. I want you to call Kim Dawson over at Nova Home Loans. She's she's really working hard to help people get out of this deep credit card debt. You know, you already own your home, obviously. You've been in there a few years. Uh, she can help you with a consolidation loan. Also, if you're buying a new home, you're upgrading, you know, upsizing, downsizing, whatever it may be, and you need a new loan, she can help you out there. Refinancing, uh, second homes, off-grid properties, investment properties, as well. That's Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Mention a Jeff Over Show. Get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. 928-310-6458. Give her a call right now. 928-310-6458. Or go to NovaHomeLoans.com slash Kim Dawson. Kim Dawson, NMLS, NMLS 6974111. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087. BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity. Subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Angela's always so polite. She's like whispering, can I, I want to say something else about STOs. And just like, just say it. <laughs> well, I don't like to interrupt. But. You can interrupt. Oh, the show's I, all I about just, interrupting. I want to encourage people out there to contact their representative, their state uh, senator, the governor's office. Like, write a letter, you know, be polite and just say, I don't think you should get rid of the STOs. I don't think you should get rid of ESA. Let people have their choice in their schools and send their kid, their grandkid, whatever to the school of their choice. And let's not, let's not uh, uh, slash these things. That's a good idea. You know, I, I know we're working on um, getting superintendent Tom Horn back on the program. Actually, I need to text Isabel right now to remind her to do that. Um, Cause there's a lot of data I want to get out there. And one of them is that there's the ESAs. It was over 72,000 people. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wonder what the tax credit is. How many people yeah, are I using both? Right, right, right. Is it 80? Is it 90? Is it a hundred thousand? So I would suggest writing. Yeah, just a quick email. No, you, I mean, the, yeah, the and, power of... An email of, would be cool, but could you, you know, imagine if like like 72,000 people sent a, like a letter? Oh, a paper. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. they had to like, the governor's office had to open up all those letters and they're like, <laughs> every day there's just thousands of letters. Yeah. And they have to like hire someone else just to open up letters. Cause well, that, then we'd complain that they are hiring too many Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably. But we could divert probably an employee. I know what we can do. I know what we can do. Um, we can lend from the city of Flagstaff one of the sustainability oh, people because yeah. they've got 11 full-time right. employees there. And they can make sure that all those envelopes get recycled. Yeah, yeah, tear them open and, and then just go <laughs> bring them up to the recycle plant. You know, <laughs> hop on in the old battery-powered whatever and, you know. But no, I mean, wouldn't that have a big impact? 
if everybody, if there's 72 plus thousand people using the ESAs and, and Hobbs is telling you directly, she's like, hey, you 72,000 people, I really hate that you send your kids to private school on this ESA program. I'm coming after you. Mm-hmm. You 70, 72,000 people, like, like bigger than a football stadium full of people. Imagine if they all wrote a letter. Yeah. They all wrote right. a letter. And that's just, that's 72,000 student, um, students, right? Mm-hmm. What if everybody in the family did it? Let's, let's mm-hmm. just, let's just say there's, um, there's four, what is it? 180, um, am I right there? 180,000? No, that's like 280,000. 280,000 on public education. <laughs> I didn't have ESAs when I went to school. Come on people. Imagine that. Yeah. Write a letter to the governor. Say, stop, stop attacking ESAs. Let's get the governor's address. Yeah. Let's okay. get the governor's address. I think, I think this needs to happen. So we'll, we'll work on that. Talk with Jeff. Don't write me a letter, though. I don't want to open your dang letters. <laughs> but you can send me an email. I'll open up your emails. That's or Well, Olivia will open up your emails. Somebody will open up your emails. We've already got that taken care of. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, Glenn Leist with WT Wealth Management would love to talk with you about your portfolio. Um, you, you hear him on the show here a lot. I think he's on... Is he coming up here soon? He's coming up soon. Uh, and he also has his weekend show coming up here this Saturday that you should check out, Intelligent Investing with Glenn Lease. wants to talk to you about your portfolio. Um, he shares a lot of the same values as I do. Uh, so I always enjoy picking his brain. I think you, you'd like that too, and you can get some insight as to what's going on in the market. And uh, get that second set of eyes on your portfolio. See if he's a good fit for you. 928-225-2474. That's Glenn Least at WT Wealth Management at 928-225-2474. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orvid Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there and on YouTube subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This portion of the show is brought to you by Eric and Lisa Boatner at Allstate Insurance Agency. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. All right, welcome back. Angela here with me. Do me a favor, subscribe to talkwithjeff.com. So that way you can get all my videos, podcasts, uh, the articles I'm putting up there, mm-hmm. which take a long time. So come on. <laughs> they really do. Yeah. yeah but know, they don't take long to read. They don't know. They're like, it says how long it says like a minute or, like two. Minute or two minutes. Yeah. I mean, takes me, you know, hour to write each one at least. Yeah. Right. So, mm-hmm. Hey, go check that out. Talk with Jeff.com and subscribe and you'll get all these notifications. Okay. Um, the only people that are probably worse than the current people that we've got running things as far as accounting and, you know, generally knowing how to run numbers would be the Democrat Socialists of America. Right? Surprise, surprise. Apparently, they're running out of, <laughs> they're running out of other people's money. <laughs> they're, they're going broke, I guess. They, they're in debt. They're not getting as much um, donations mm-hmm, and this and that. Mm-hmm. I've just found it fascinating. They're beginning mass layoffs. So it doesn't even work within a... Let's, let's, even their own socialist y- little... Yeah, even in their little out. island, right? <laughs> I mean, they can't even make it work in a, in a small... I don't know how big they grew. You know, that was a big thing. Yeah. Since what, 2000? Like Bernie Sanders. 18, 19, type, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been, it's everything peaks, though. I, mm-hmm. I'm in a, I believe in everything has about a 10 year bubble cycle. We're seeing 
the bubble peak out right now on the EV stuff, I think, um, and, and some other things. But yeah, the Democrat socialists are running out of other people's money. They're going to have to back off a little bit. They can't even run their own really small organization compared mm-hmm. to the size of the, the government and the country, right? Yeah, right. So I guess that's good news. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's funny that they can't. They're hilarious. That, that they would like to operate the entire country that way, but yet they can't operate their, you know, their their little group, yep. whatever it is. It's a shame. Sad. It really is. Um Florida House of Representatives passes a bill to ban kids under 16 from using social media. Uh, the bill will require social media companies to close accounts belonging to younger kids. I don't think it's been signed or anything yet, but it's working through the process. So kids younger than 16 would have to, and the companies would have to cancel accounts and um, close them all up. And they can't issue, I don't know how they're going to do this. Yeah, How? I don't know if the governor, if um, DeSantis is going to sign that. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, look, parents got to take responsibility and say, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. okay, you, you got this cell phone. I don't want you to have this account or that. I mean, you right. just got to be firm with your kids yeah. and say, you know, you're, you're 12 years old. You're not getting onto what Instagram or Facebook, Facebook or, and, or yeah, Twitter or whatever, TikTok or TikTok whatever, or whatever these people yeah. do. I just, I don't know if I want to see the government getting into this stuff. I admit there's a problem. There's right, a huge right. problem. Yeah. But the, look. It's it's the overregulation yeah, of every little and, minute facet of our lives. Yeah. And, you know, it's Republican controlled. You know, we always talk about the Democrats and say, stop trying to micromanage everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I mean, don't. Because well, we're, it's good intentions. It is good just, intentions. But, you yeah, know. do we need that much control or nanny state? Uh, yeah. I, oh, no, no, you can't do, you know, we're just going to take care of this for you rather than you being a parent and enforcing or keeping track of your kids downloads and as a, as a know, Republicans viewing experience as Republicans. Well, as a former Republican, you know, we always say and as a conservative hey, and li- or libertarian or whatever you want to say, hey, personal responsibility. You know, we got to mm-hmm. take action. You, we don't want the government to be telling us what to do. We don't want the government to tell us to put on a mask. We don't think government to tell us, you know, you got to get a shot. You, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. But here we are. We're saying, okay, parents aren't responsible enough, which they probably aren't. But neither is the government, right? Yeah. I mean, really, a lot of parents well, I just have just don't know let how the, they're going to enforce no, that or how they're going to do it. It's a waste anyway. of time. Yeah. Um, Hawaii uh, Democrat introduces a bill to ban Trump from the ballot. So now they're starting to crap there. Yeah, I don't think. Very many people in Hawaii vote for Trump anyway. No, there's like eight. <laughs> and they put them, there's like, um, there's that one place, is it on Kauai or is it um, maybe a big island? There's a leper colony. Is there still? I don't know. There was. There was a oh. leper colony. There might even be someone <laughs> still living down there, like who grew up there when yeah. leprosy was still a thing. Um, but they've moved all the Republicans there. Yeah. <laughs> they got the eight Republicans yeah. in the, so it's like, they don't even get the vote, you know? So yeah, they, they want to ban it. They won't do anything. It won't no, affect it's, anything. It's, just, it's, it's a, the 14th amendment thing, you know, yeah. which we're still waiting in February. You're supposed to get a ruling from the uh, U.S. Supreme Court mm-hmm. on Colorado and Maine that have done this. But if you're a blue state now, and Hawaii's the bluest of blue, I mean, they're, they're the most liberal state out there. You know, you want to do this stuff because they're just trying to get brownie points with their leftists and socialists. Yeah, right. and so that's all that is. Favors. Yeah, just, just the like favors. Or like it says back scratching. Yeah, the, the back scratching. Do we, oh, do we have to talk about that? Is that done? <laughs> Are we done with that? Yeah, sorry. Okay, tomorrow's, uh, the, tomorrow's <laughs> the weekly roundup. Should I play more of that? I mean, it's such an... It's such an awful recording, or have we played that one? I out? think maybe just because I've heard it like four times, I'm done. But yeah, should we play it again? I don't know. 
maybe tomorrow you'll hear it again. It is, you know, I see if you weren't listening yesterday, Jeff DeWitt, the uh, chairman of the Republican Party had to resign because of that tape with Carrie mm-hmm. Lake. So mm-hmm. um, he's gone. You know, he, he gave some parting shots, though, on the way out. Um, let's see. Um, let's go to California. In, in and outs having some trouble, I guess. They had to close their first restaurant in Ever? 75 years. They've been wow. operating for 75 years. So you, you, you see that headline. It's like in and out, you know, is out, right? You think, oh, man, they're Uh-oh. having trouble selling yeah. burgers, right? No. It's no. more has to do with, um, this is in Oakland, right? It more has to do with the number of car thefts, break-ins, domestic violence. Um, apparently, there's so much crime near this In-N-Out Burger in California that, and it looks like it's like a busy, busy area. This store looks like it's hopping, right? Mm-hmm. They're not closing because of economic reasons. They're closing because the city's so out of control, and that it's the first location they've closed. Like I said, in '75, that's pretty dang good for so the police a restaurant have to be joint. there more than anywhere. Else. Well, it's from the yeah, it's from the AP here. The In-N-Out slated for closure is in a busy business corridor that attracts travelers headed to the airport and baseball fans who attend A's games and at the Coliseum. Since 2019, police have logged 1,335 incidents incidents in the vicinity of the restaurant on Oakport Street, uh, more than any other location in Oakland, which is saying a lot yeah. for that area, right? I mean, that's saying a lot. That number includes nine robberies, two commercial burglary, burglaries, Four domestic violence incidents and one thousand. <laughs> I laugh. One thousand one hundred seventy-four car break-ins. Wait a second here. This is four years. What does that's like a one a day? Almost one a day of car break-ins. Right, right in that area. Wow. Um, according to Oakland Police, data showed with the shared with the Chronicle. Um, yeah. So. Having so in close. and out is like, we make money at this location, but we just don't want to deal with the problems associated with it's it. Just, so it's just we'll a just, nightmare. We'll so go just, elsewhere. Just shutter the building, yeah, right? Yeah, right. I mean, I'm, they're probably making profit, but it's yeah. probably become such a problem. Like, Yeah, maybe the employees well, are next thing, next thing you know, someone's or getting, like they don't want to work there because of it. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. no, don't send me to the Oakland location. Yeah. You get mugged going to work. Somebody mm-hmm. trying to steal a cheeseburger. Yeah, or maybe you know? it's their car. Somebody get me into. a cheeseburger. Isn't a song in a song? You don't know that one. Okay. Washington State. (laughs) Washington. You don't like my pop culture references? About cheeseburgers? Yeah, there's a song and a guy yells out, somebody get me a cheeseburger. I don't know. Okay. I want you to, somebody, (laughs) somebody text, somebody text me the name of that song. 877-9713-971. No, you don't look it up. You can look it up, but don't tell anyone. Um, Washington State. You got time for this? Yeah. Washington State is um, saying no to natural gas. So they just passed a new legislation that will not allow any new natural gas hookup statewide, statewide, mm-hmm. Washington State. Um, and they're doing it quick. They, they did it under an emergency you know, decree. Yeah, or right. It, 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 this yeah. is an emergency. That's the new yeah. way to do things is emergency. So I will start, I whatever. will loop back to my warm buns. Earlier, I told you that I wanted a Philly cheesesteak. Come on, people. Earlier, I told you I wanted a Philly cheesesteak, and my power's out, right? Mm -hmm. So I guess I could have turned on. I probably could have used the oven. No, I can't because new ovens require to be plugged in. You can't, you you know, your oven range. The old ones had, like, either a pilot light 
or an elect- electric uh, electronic ignition, right? Mm-hmm. Tick, click, 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 click. Remember those? Yeah. Now that you got to plug in, you can't use the gas stove. I mean, somebody can probably figure it out, but I couldn't, right? Because the natural gas is still flowing even though your power's out, right? I think you could use the stove part, <clears throat> but maybe not the oven. I don't know. Let's go, let's go pull the main here in a little bit and let's go try that out. I'm curious now. So, um, you know, if you have at least natural gas, you might be able to run some stuff if the power goes out, mm-hmm. but probably not. Right. So you need a wood stove. So I had to warm my buns on the wood stove. Right. But what if the power goes out and everything's electric? You know, you have yeah, no natural I, gas. I know, you have, that's the problem. And a lot of some places are like to ban wood stoves even. They don't, although I, in Flagstaff and Coconino County, they started saying biomass. Stoves. I know, so, yeah, they, they did yeah, want to ban them, but then now. Yeah, if you call them biomass good. stoves, yeah. it's good. Yeah, yeah. You change the name and then it's okay. <clears throat> yeah, it's all good. So, yeah, so there, this is insanity because so many people, especially rural, and I, I don't know if you've been to Washington State. I mean, very, um, pretty dense along the coast, especially obviously the Seattle area, but you get out of there. Yeah, there's a mountain. It's rugged. Yeah. I mean, this is, have you ever ever watched those logging shows where they, you know, one of the most dangerous jobs? I mean, a lot of that's in Washington State, like Mm -hmm. in the interior. It is rough backcountry that takes a long time to get into. So if you're living in more of those rural areas, and of course the people that make the the rules are, or laws, they're they're on the coast. They they live in the city, right? So they don't don't know. They don't care. Um, But the way you're going to heat your house and stuff and, heat your hot water it's not it's well maybe not natural gas but propane i don't know if they're banning propane too yeah um but i would imagine they want to do that next right if they haven't done it already so yeah natural gas is out and then um you know if they want to electrify everything like flagstaff unified school district we got to talk about their electric bus dream coming up um you need that power you need natural gas i don't know if they're going to ban it at the power plants but that's the next step they keep progressing and slowly yeah. eking oh, away at this like, stuff you put all <clears throat> your eggs in one basket and then yeah the basket gets dropped or something and um it you don't have power for because uh, there's an ice storm or a windstorm or whatever or ours today was just some kind of mechanical failure on the in the box i guess or a squirrel running into it yesterday <laughs> Poor squirrel. That's and then a, what do these people do for heat or for AC or for whatever they need their power for? Well, and I'm sure they've already attacked coal in Washington. I don't know if you've ever been to Washington, but anywhere from the central mountains there to the west side, I don't know, they get like eight minutes of sun a year. You know, it's like, yeah. seriously, it's so rainy and it's, it's, it's so wet up there. Are they doing solar? I mean, where do they have an abundance of nuclear power? Because if you're going to get rid of all these, you know, natural gas, if you're going to get rid of coal, if you're going to get rid of, you know, if, 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 if you're in a cloudy place, you can't rely on sol- rely on solar. Wind is, wind is a joke. Wind, wind turbines are an absolute joke. So you got nuclear. Are you doing nuclear? Well, no, because this is the problem with all the blue states, especially the coastal ones where there's no reasoning with yeah, there's no them. Reasoning. They want what they want. And they have the majority and they just pass it. They and just pass then it. And the rest of the people are the ones, you know, left with the ramifications. And they go back to their, their you know, donors and say, yep, I did it. I did right, it. Look right. at me. Yeah. All right. If you're selling a home right now and you're thinking about moving to Washington State, bring a bunch of 20-pound um, um, things of propane. <laughs> Right, those uh, ones I could put under your barbecue. Uh, but call Kelly Broadus first with the Broadus Properties Group, brokered by EXP. She's going to be able to help you out. She does such a great job for so many people. Um, I've got example after example here of just not just testimonials from her, but testimonials from people that come in on on the show here. They're like, "Yep, I use Kelly. Yep, I use mm-hmm, Kelly." Mm-hmm. 
She sold my house record time. She got me top dollar. Why don't you call call her, talk to her, talk to her great team. Here's her number. 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go online. You can get an instant valuation on your home. Plus get more information at northernarizonafinehomes.com. That's northernarizonafinehomes.com. listening to the podcast please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there if you're not listening to the podcast subscribe look up the jeff orvich show also on video rumble follow us there and on youtube subscribe we appreciate everyone who's done that this is the jeff orvich show when you get a rock chip in your windshield stop by diamond auto glass as soon as possible because repairing a chip will stop it from spreading it's going to save you from a costly windshield replacement Now, if you've replaced your windshield before with Diamond Auto Glass, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty. No appointments necessary. Just stop on by. Usually it takes about 10 to 15 minutes. Always call Diamond Auto Glass first at 928-779-4140, 928-779-4140, or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. Mark Howitt the other day was saying he was getting, like, his mind is numb from taxes. You're getting taxes ready. Yeah. And you yeah. found a little thing called the I don't. I don't pay enough fund. So if you have, like, extra or something, what, what is yeah, it? Yeah, like, if you're getting a refund or if you just want to contribute more, I guess you can <laughs> put it into the I didn't pay enough fund. This is an Arizona thing? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, there's also, like, Special Olympics and yeah. veterans and I wildlife. I put it in anything else, but the I didn't pay enough fund. I didn't fund. pay enough fund. They set this up for what? Well, it's been around, actually, since 2010. Okay. You know, but it's funny that, like, you just people thought, always say, oh, yeah, well, I'll pay more. And, I'll pay more. I'll but, pay more of my fair share. But in reality, over the last 13 years or so, there's only been, I mean, there's been, like, over 180 I think thousand dollars total, yeah. but it only equates to about 15,000 a year yeah. on average, That's which, sad that which that out many of the people, people that actually contributed, it's like $30 each on average. That's sad right there. Even that amount. And it's kind of, I mean, it's funny that people do it, but maybe it's just, I don't know, a joke or yeah, something, I, but, yeah, but <laughs> that doesn't even put a dent in like one groundskeeper's salary or one, yeah. you know, any, anybody even, who even tries a, to pay in more. I, I just got a question because it's like, I don't mind if you donate stuff, but to give the politicians more money, right? even one dime. And and yeah. Well, all, into a general thing just like that. Like it's different for, oh, I want to give to the Special Olympics or yeah, to yeah, the Wildlife yeah. Fund. And you know, okay, at least it's going somewhere. I, I, I think, always love the people are like, yeah. I'm going to, I'm, I'm willing to pay my shop. You go first. You send an extra, oh, you yeah, got extra they money. Pay $30. Yeah, give me, give me a break. <laughs> don't send them anymore. Starve the beast. It's just starve funny. the beast, it's right? Funny. Let's talk about electric buses when we come back. This another dumb idea that's brewing. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. Back in just a few.
Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. This portion of the show is brought to you by Just Wireless. Get more information at JustWirelessAZ.com. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, hour two of the show. Welcome back. Angela's sticking around for at least this segment. And um, I promise you, yes, usually it's uh, Olivia's Day is Wednesday with comments, and we didn't get to that yesterday. So if you got a, I, I know we've got quite a few. If you got one in there, we're going to try to get to it here in just a few minutes. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com, 877-9713-971 if you want to send a text. One comment that I did see, and since you're here, I'll hit that quick before we get to electric buses because that's what we need more of. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. We need yeah. more electric buses and we need them quick. Like, this is an emergency. And top of the line buses, too. They can't oh, no, no. Be, I, want, yeah, no they can't be. I don't even think the kids should get air conditioning. Not up here. When I was a kid. We <laughs> didn't get air conditioning. I, know, I was I back know. east. It was humid. You want air conditioning, yeah. you open a window. <laughs> you remember this? But you could never open them yeah. because they were always stuck. Yeah. Kids just were like suffocating so on the way to school. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I would say retrofit the existing schools or maybe or buses with some seatbelts. That would be probably a good improvement. Yeah. I don't know. We didn't have seatbelts. So we, look, no. we turned out fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've, I've had several people ask. Because you were in Europe just recently, and I, I saw one that, um, hey, what was it like? Because, you know, they cracked down even worse than the you know the U.S. did. Uh, share just like real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. because there's been a lot of people. We didn't. There's been a lot of people that haven't traveled uh, to other countries because they right. they don't want to jump through the hoops and do the idiot. You don't want to deal with a test yeah. or a vaccine card So what'd you, or what'd you run into? Whatever. Um, I didn't run into any problems uh, with COVID stuff at all. I didn't get asked for a test or a vaccine card or, I mean, I didn't, there weren't signs anywhere. And we traveled through London. I mean, we only stopped there in the airport, but they didn't, Italy and Greece. And the th- out of the three of those, you know, coming and going, I didn't get asked for any Nothing. documentation. No restaurants were asking we're all, I think we're suffering from COVID and I hope it doesn't come to the mics to you, but okay, we've so had the this only chest cold issue for a that week. I came up with was, um, I was looking for a hotel in Italy in Rome and quite a few of them said something like, oh, you need to have a vaccine vaccination or whatever card to present at the hotel. And I'm wondering if that was just old and they haven't updated their site or something or their document yeah, maybe. I, yeah. I i don't know but anyway i stayed away from any of them like that because i didn't even want the possibility of that happening so i picked one that didn't have that on their terms and conditions okay so so maybe two watch countries. out for that because yeah. i don't know if they're still requiring it uh, or not but probably, probably not. not i think it's just old info so all clear case, all clear That's- it's not smart because they're pushing away people like me who wouldn't even yeah well consider. italy italy was one of the worst in the world exactly yeah um, especially early on that's why i was cautious with the yeah. italy hotel because i didn't want to run into italy was was yeah. really bad italy new zealand australia yeah. uh, canada the canadians just went crazy right. on that stuff but if anyone's been putting off traveling to europe because they don't know what it's like over there i didn't have i didn't run into any 
problems or issues, at yeah. least not okay. with vaccines or And we, we were thinking back in the fall of 23, uh, there was talk even with Biden administration people about, um, oh, we might have to mask oh, up yeah, again. Remember that? To, and I yeah. was like prepared. I was like, don't do it. You I guys know. need to resist this that. time. And uh, they backed off quick because they realized, I call it the, the villagers were about to get mad with the pitchforks yeah. and torches and show up at the like, council we're not meeting. doing this again. Yeah, they, yeah. it was going to get like like ugly. I don't want to say like French revolution ugly or anything because we don't want anything like that, but it was mm-hmm. about to get ugly. And yeah. they, I think they sensed that right. and they're like, okay, time. Speaking of getting even ugly. Even the people that were putting up with it during COVID that were like, you know, putting their masks on and doing the tests and doing everything. They, they saw that in the end, did it really matter? It it like, stupid. I don't think yeah. so. And so they're like, ah, oh, we're not doing that. I'm not. I'm not I haven't even gotten a COVID warning on my podcast in a while. Like, oh, and, I, yeah, and I I've know, mentioned yeah. COVID, 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 masks are stupid, masks are stupid. Let's see if this one gets, because yeah. mm-hmm. they just have the bots go crawl the, the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The masks were totally worthless and totally stupid. Let's see if we get a COVID <laughs> strike on the, on the podcast. Yeah. You know, we'll check in a couple of days. Yeah, I haven't checked that. Yeah. Let's yeah. check that one more time. The masks were totally stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I found one the in my pocket. I, I, I grabbed an old coat. Right. Yeah. I, wore, I guess I hadn't worn it in years. Oh, right. And there was like a kid's mask yeah. in there or something. And I was like, you know, slingshot. Yeah. yeah. Hey, if you get a rock chip in your windshield, call Diamond Auto Glass. That's my place. Angela goes there, too, because she gets rock chips like every other day. The way she drives. It's crazy. Actually, Out she's a really good, really good. I don't even know if she's ever gotten a ticket. Have you ever gotten a ticket? Um, no. I had a bunch of tickets from like 16, 16 to 18. You got some warnings. but Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was like, phew. You know, my insurance was like a hundred bucks a month at the time. It just kept going up. Yeah. Anyway, call Diamond Auto Glass. Go there first, right on Fourth Street, nine two eight seven seven nine forty one forty, or the difference is clear dot com. Okay. Uh, speaking of crazy Canada, before we get to EVs here, Justin Trudeau, he was kind of slapped down recently. Did you see this one? Remember yeah. he did the Emergencies Act over COVID over mm-hmm. the truckers. Oh yeah. And we started seizing money and all this. Yeah. Well, finally, a little justice when it comes to the, the COVID war and the insanity of these politicians that this guy should not be in office. This guy was a nut. He yeah. is a nut. Uh-huh. I mean, I, I think him and um, Gavin Newsom like hang out to you. I think they're I think they're close. They're, yeah. they're really yeah. close those two. And anyway, um, he invoked the Emergencies Act and, you know, was seizing funds from these truckers because the truckers are having a hard time, obviously. And all the, the vaccine requirements that they yeah, had. Yeah, not letting them pass borders. Yeah, he and, got yeah. smacked down by um, federal court justice. Richard Mosley wrote, I conclude that there was no national emergency justifying the invocation of the Emergencies Act. And the decision to do so was therefore unreasonable. And, and what does that even mean? What does that mean? Ultra vires? V-I-R-E-S? I love lawyers. Don't you love lawyers and judges? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, we don't know. What that, and, and, and you're ruling up for, for, and I love you, truck truck drivers will keep this country going, but come on, we don't know what ultra-buyers <laughs> mean. I mean, I don't know what that means, you know, and I'm, I'm you know, not the brightest bulb in the pack. But anyway, b- basically, let me translate it. It's, uh, you know, oops, you know, we th- that you were wrong, yeah, I mean, but what consequence? Yeah, the truck drivers that lost their happen. livelihood? Nothing's going to happen to Trudeau over it, but I mean, at least there's some people speaking up that yeah. have... Um, a platform to do so yeah. that are saying, yeah, no, 
that's that that was not right. Yeah, and, it sounds yeah. like you know as punish Trudeau's punishment punishment is ultra virus. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's gonna send us what that is too, along with that song yeah. last hour. Yeah, somebody get me a cheeseburger. Um, so that's good. I mean, how many politicians? Yeah, and I stuff? like seeing at least some acknowledgement of the fact that yeah. you know, okay, you went too far. This didn't work. Yeah. And yeah, hindsight is always twenty twenty. But you no, know, we were I mean, we were well a lot beyond. Of people knew that at the time. We were well beyond hindsight because this no, happened I'm saying, far yeah, into yeah now. Yeah. Though, but I mean, I was like, that was March when that kind of hit of twenty twenty, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was. I was convinced it was idiocy pretty much right on. But by April, you're like, huh. Yeah. You know, two weeks flat and occur. And then May, you're like, okay, these people are monumentally stupid. By June, if you didn't know what the, you know, what the deal was, then I was like, come on. What do you, how could you not see it by then? Right. Exactly. So anyway, I guess, I guess that's good. Okay. On to, uh, our good friends at the, uh, Flagstaff Unified School District Board. Good old FUSD. It's always so fun to talk about. Last time I watched their meeting, they were just, oh, you know, sighing and stuff. And it was we just, get just, half of that. We get half yeah. of what the uh, private schools get. And it's like, they, they can't even do basic math. But anyway, um, because the public schools get far more than the private schools as far as funding. Oh, they just, I know. it's. But anyway, it, there's a new issue. Yeah. So apparently they're getting two or they're getting ready to get two new spanky, swanky, shiny electric school buses. Mm. You know, Kamala Harris probably helped. I love the school They're getting grants for it. the school bus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, tax you, this Arizona, tax I, I read this one in the Arizona Daily Sun. I haven't, um, I was a little lazy on this one. I'm going to do some research and put out a, one of my articles, which is always a little different than everybody else's article for some yeah. reason, you know, because, you know, they're talking about how, you know, they're getting um, Arizona funding for, this is straight from Arizona Daily Sun. They're getting a grant. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Uh, January 10th announcement of Arizona's funding for this grant from, who's the grant from? Who's the, the grant taxpayers. from? taxpayers. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's from Senator Kirsten Cinema's office. So hmm. she's sending them. Do you I think guess she's she saying. signed the check? I I don't know. I, I I'm starting to wonder. I mean, do they no, have she just didn't sign the check bushels of money or something? I always hate that word. Taxpayers like, sign the check. I got you this money. You didn't do nothing. I mean, yeah. it's not your money. I hate that. It's taxpayer money, and it's borrowed. Let's be honest about this. It's borrowed money. This money mm-hmm. is you're buying these electric school buses with funds you don't have. This is right. not the thing you do. See, when a country is, and for all practical purposes, this country is financially broke. When you look at the amount of money they owe, mm-hmm. you're still paying it, but you're like, you're in the bounce transfer stage, right. you know, of taking a credit card offer over here and yeah. shifting the money over here. And we've got low interest and, for and now. that and, can't go on forever. No, that doesn't. I mean, and, and those of you who know about that stuff, you know, you know, it's just eventually it becomes overwhelming. We're kind of in that, that somewhere in that stage. I don't mm-hmm. know where exactly. And, uh, this is from the infrastructure money. Remember that? That was that was mm-hmm. Cinema's baby. Was it one? I think it was one point two trillion. They all called it one trillion. I was like, no, it's one point two. It's probably much more than that. Right. It was infrastructure, but it was really the Green New Deal. You ain't seeing any roads paved or bridges built. This was this the infrastructure bill was was the Green and the Inflation mm-hmm. Reduction Act. It's all trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars of borrowed money. 
So I wouldn't jump up and down about getting a 40. So they got 40 million in Arizona from Kristen Cinema's office, Kristen Cinema's office, 40 million to purchase 114 electric school buses across the state of Arizona, reaching 23 school districts. Um, so 114 electric school buses from borrowed money from the infrastructure deal. When you're broke, I've been broke before. Anyone, Did you go buy a new car? Anyone out there been broke? Yeah, right? I mean, you know, the hands are going up in the yeah. car. Keep your yeah. hands on the wheel. But yeah, a lot right. of us have been broke before, right? We've been broke. I didn't go and buy a new car at that yeah. point. That was not the time to, because I had a car, right? And I'm thinking like, okay, I got to get this. You're like, I hope it doesn't break. Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard of J.B. Weld? And some of you guys out mm-hmm. there, maybe, I mean, some girls too. I, I've used that on engines <laughs> to keep it together. <laughs> Have any of you had a car that like you never needed to get the oil changed because it, it changed itself? It was constantly yeah, leaking out I of the did. <laughs> yeah, I had exactly. that old Honda that yeah. we just added oil all the time. So you're broke. You don't go buying new stuff, right? And I, oh, now FUSD, you know, they've had financial they they were they were flagged by the uh, Arizona Auditor General for financial problems, right? Yeah. Of course they'll say, Well so Jeff, oh, you just don't understand. You don't understand. It's from a different pot of money. <gasps> you know, that's what they'll say. Yeah, I dude, dude, I, I understand. I, I've sat there through many budget cycles and read this. I, I really do understand. And it's still a bunch of, it's a load of crap that somebody made up. Yeah. You're broke. Yeah. Okay. You're getting a grant. And it's from a different pot of money, but it's all from our money. It's taxpayer dollars. Still. <sighs> Unbelievable. And they're saying their budget is, well, this is. This yeah, is a this school is, district that yeah. can't pick up the kids anymore. I know, right? What? Just just starting this year, they remember the whole controversy where they didn't want to send me press releases. That's where I found out mm-hmm. about this. But anyway, another story. This is a school district that sent notices to parents within the city of Flagstaff that if you're going to high school, we can't pick up your kids anymore. What do you need the two electric buses? They're getting <laughs> they two. They don't have F- drivers. They don't have drivers. Who's driving this? Who's driving the car? <laughs> is it like, did, did they get like a Tesla bus and it's self-driving? Are they now going to pick up the high school kid? I mean, what the heck? So no, worse than that though is that so worse. It, There's more worse that the old buses that they currently are using that are still operating. You mean they're the, still you driving mean the diesel buses? Yeah, <gasps> those are still here. So getting a new bus doesn't eliminate the old no, bus. No, they're going to sell it off or Somebody's whatever. Use it. Maybe it'll sit there and rot. I don't know. But someone, <laughs> which would be a waste. It'll still be out on the road, and the materials for that are still on, in we, existence. We need to calm down. The dog's getting upset because I was pounding on the desk. <laughs> She's walking in circles here. I'm not mad at you. You didn't do so anything. So getting wrong. a new bus is just using up more materials. And yeah, I was told it's just I don't know. It just seems counterproductive to me. I was told a long time ago that the most environmental thing you can do is keep existing things going. Exactly. So yeah. like if, we, you, if you got existing diesel buses, these things look like they go for a long time. Maybe you need to rebuild an engine. I mean, mm-hmm. what what are we doing as a nation? We're going to – and this is part of a $1.84 billion that the government's putting in, you're putting in, to replace 5,103 buses in 642 school districts across the U.S. Um, there's, keep in mind, there's an estimated 480,000 school buses in the country. So this is a tiny portion. It's, this is showpieces. It's showpieces. And, of course, it's going to go to a place like FUSD. Yeah, right. 
So that way they can do a pretty picture in front of it. Cinema's probably going to show up in front of the bus. Oh, so Electric they bus. used to pick up all these kids, and now they're not picking up that many kids. So they must already have extra buses sitting yeah, around. Yeah, what's that happening to the used? old buses? I guess I'll send a request in to have you. What are you doing with the old buses? Uh, oh, we're still going to use them. Okay, so there's no difference here. Oh, we're going to sell them. Okay, so somebody else it's is going to use them. It's still going to be on the road. Oh, it's just going to sit here. So you're wasting it. Yeah. I mean, this is no. This is this is total garbage. Now get this, um, NBC article that I pulled up. Electric buses are expenses. Expensive. Start, battery electric versions of small type A school buses cost roughly two hundred fifty thousand dollars, versus fifty to sixty five for a diesel. Mm. Wow! Full size Type C or Type D buses can range from three hundred twenty to four hundred forty thousand dollars in electric form, versus about a hundred thousand for a diesel bus. This is just stupid. Yeah, they're wasting yeah. our money so they can have a showpiece. And they're all excited, I'm sure, because they're saving the earth by getting this big... They're not saving anything. They're not saving crap. This big, huge monster bus driving around. I don't care if it's a battery yeah, or diesel. the materials to make that bus came from some third world country somewhere <clears throat> where someone's inhaling toxic stuff to extract the rare earth and stuff yeah. that they need for those things, for those batteries. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, and that math works out. I, I figured about $400,000 a bus. You know, yeah. based on the, what was, what did I say? 40, um, I'm not getting my, got my calculator. 40, how many were they doing? 111? Yeah, 114 electric school buses in Arizona at a cost of $40 million. Yeah. I mean, it, this is insanity. Right, so anyway, right. you get nice new shiny yellow buses coming up around the state that drive on electric that get charged from fairy dust somewhere that doesn't pollute zero emissions yeah. zero emissions these people have convinced and they'll have a big sign and, and it'll be all oh you're on a zero emission bus mm-hmm. give me a break yeah give me a break so anyway that's your infrastructure money um five billion dollars for electric bus and it's it's called subsidy so if you talk to any of these school districts they're going to say well it's only because there's a match there's a match on all this stuff right there's always a the local government, the local district, whatever has to come up with a certain amount of money mm-hmm. they'll say well it's only costing us x I don't know what the number is 20,000, right. 50,000. They always omit that the rest of the money comes from somewhere else. Yeah, right. And contri- the it's, very, there's the very still ki- a, a ultimate cost that. Yeah, well, I, you know, I hope that, you yeah. know, I hope that someday the kids reflect like 20, 30, 40 years from now when they're like, I remember that big electric bus that was, you know, I drove around in and borrowed money. Hey, I'm still paying for that in my taxes. Mm-hmm. It's still debt. I'm still paying for that thing. Round and round we go. All right, love to hear from you. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get your comments in. Let's see here. American Trailer Company. Um, really happy with that dump trailer I got from them. If you're thinking about um, getting a new trailer, don't go to Phoenix. Flatbed trailer, cargo trailer, dump trailer. You love when I talk trailers, don't I you? I love it. You just yeah. like, she Actually, was so excited. I think excited the igloo-shaped building is the... The cutest thing. Yeah, that, that old that building. It used to be, because um, they bought that whole lot, and there mm-hmm. used to be a welding place right there, and I think yeah. they do work inside there yeah. and, on the trailers and stuff like that. That is a pretty unique. Yeah. You know, you, you all know where I'm talking about. That's that yeah, igloo-shaped concrete uh-huh. building out there north of Flagstaff. Uh, American Trailer Company, uh, huge inventory out there. Huge inventory, and um, you don't have to go to Phoenix. You don't have to pay city sales tax. Uh, Veteran-owned company as well. I think that's really cool. Uh, And the quality is just top-notch. Take it from me. I've got a trailer from them, and it's working absolutely great. Check out their inventory at americantraileraz.com. That's americantraileraz.com. Hey, 
if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. You're listening to The Jeff Orbit Show. With Angela, in with Olivia, two of my favorite Placing the guest family. Hosts. Yes. Musical chairs. Are we going dress shopping? Is that what I heard? I'm, I'm so confused. You have a dance coming up. Um, this is something you're doing. I'm not included with this, right? No. Oh, you were okay. asking our okay. plans for the weekend. Okay. And me and, you, and mom and my she, friend are going. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're taking her. As oh, okay. a joke to you. Oh, that was a joke. Because mom was like, <laughs> mom and you were both like, yeah, right, never. And he took it so literally. He's like, I was like, okay, I guess I'm going. she's been like, have fun with that. And he's like, oh, I am? Well, she looked oh, at me. She yay. looked at me like I was a bad dad. <laughs> like I had forgotten that we were going dress shopping. I was like, wow. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, good, great. This is going to be awesome. I'll go. Never be an actor. Well, make sure that the dress is down to your ankles at least. See, this is why you're not coming. (laughs) Dad's no best. Uh, I guess CNBC disagrees with me. I told you, you know, in the beginning of last hour that the CPI numbers came out and, um, uh, you know, that the, uh, not not CPI, the the growth numbers for the economy. Mm I don't know why I'm forgetting this stuff right now, but the, the, and I said, well, 3.3%, that's what it grew. The economy, the, uh, you know, the, the, all the economic activity for the U.S. What's this called? Let's look this up. Why am I forgetting this? I should know this stuff. I'm having a total brain Wait, flub. I'm going that? to talk with Jeff.com. The GDP uh, up at talkwithjeff.com, U.S. GDP grew 3.3% in the fourth quarter. Uh, and 2.5% year for the whole year uh, of 2023. Uh, CNBC says the U.S. economy grew at a blistering, blistering, blistering. 3.3% pace in quarter four <laughs> while inflation pulled back. Nice word choice. Uh, it's blistering. What's If you look at my, my article, it's got, you know, the $100 bill on fire. That's a blistering fire. My point is that we had to spend as a nation for the year at, to get a 2.5% growth in the economy, we had to spend, and I mean, the federal government borrowed, meaning we all borrowed, $1.7 trillion at least, $2 trillion to get the economy to grow. So we're, we're blistering. I mean, it should be a lot hotter than that. You know, we, we borrowed 9 or $10 trillion in the past three or four years and barely squeaking by at, you know, 2.5% annual growth rate. It doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. Something stinks. So blistering, blistering, Olivia. It's blistering growth. Blistering away. Blistering away. We got comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. We're going to get to those when we come back. So stick around if you've got a comment in. I've got stuff on, uh, what do we got, cheeseburgers. We've got abortion. We've got, those are just some of the random things we get. Gas stoves. Gas stoves, (laughs) yeah. We get a lot. Hey, uh, if you want to get new blind shutters or shades, great way to save on energy because your windows lose so much uh, heat, uh, especially in the the winter, obviously. And then in the summer, you're just... 
all that AC going right out the window. Get new blind shutters or shades from my good friends at the Blind Brothers. Uh, best out there. And this is the company that we used just uh, last year, year and a half ago or so. Got all new blinds and flags. That they did a great job. Right now, if you mention a Jeff Orvich show, you get half off the installation. That's in addition to any other advertised specials. Call the Blind Brothers right now at 928-634-2423. That's 928-634-2423. Go to theblindbrothers.com. Hey, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. This is the Jeff Orovitz Show. You watching this video? Yeah! Wow, that is crazy. You probably hear it through the mic. I get just playing over a TV. It's a motorcycle. It's in um, Colorado. This is crazy. This is maybe maybe social media is a bad thing. So the guy's got a body cam. He's on a motorcycle. He's doing 150 miles per hour on the highway. He's just zipping by cars like like a video game. Like it's they crazy. probably don't even see him. He's just a blur. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. And then he kind of slows down. He's like going right in between all these cars. So they do these videos and then they get them up on uh, up on social media, get mm-hmm. a ton of hits. I had to actually watch the advertisement first. So cops are, you know, look, police is looking for him to identify who this is. They'll find it. They'll find out, right? Yeah. Um, 150 miles an hour, just swerving in and out of traffic. It's crazy to watch. They're looking for him. The funny thing is, though, you know, I play the, because last hour we talked about Florida passing a bill. It hasn't been signed by the governor yet, but Florida passed a bill to, disallow those under 16 years old to have social media mm-hmm. accounts well because then you do crazy things just to <clears throat> to get on there to get those views and then yeah. if you're like you're caught yeah because you sent out put out that video it's, well i'm surprised guys not worse. dead i'm surprised guys oh, just yeah. dead from that we've seen a lot of people that fall off buildings and you know cliffs and stuff because mm-hmm. they get the perfect selfie i'm not i'm not for banning social media for kids because i think it's a it's a parent's responsibility. It can be done responsibly. But um, obviously, this guy, yeah, 150 miles per hour on a motorcycle. Oh. I'd say find him, give him a serious, serious fine, and then get him hooked up with, um, you know, whoever, wherever you race motorcycles. I mean, obviously, the guy's got skills. Yeah. You know? I mean, since I, he's not like a splat on the highway. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, yeah. It's, it, thankfully, somebody just didn't swerve a little bit because he was going right in between mm-hmm. cars, you know, doing that lane well, splitting yeah, thing Well, yeah, I know from being in the car before when uh, when the motorcycles go and swerve right through you. Oh, yeah, And yeah. it's like it's nerve-wracking and you want to like... Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, he probably, know, well, 150, 150 could kill someone else, I guess, in a car, yeah. but more than likely just kill himself. But yeah, I'd say get this guy into some kind of race car program because he's <laughs> obviously good. Um, otherwise, he's going to be like a getaway guy for like a crime syndicate or something. True, true. <laughs> he's got Better a few. Recruit him while you yeah, can. He's got a few career um, uh, opportunities, I guess, ahead of him. Uh, Trump's visit to Arizona has been canceled. He was supposed to be, I think it was tomorrow or Saturday, he was supposed to go to Arizona Freedom Fest. Uh, Congressman Gosar is going to speak there. Congressman Biggs, uh, Congressman Crane, a uh, bunch of other folks. And uh, I, I think there's a, a conflict with an upcoming hearing or court, court thing that he has to deal with, which is going to be a growing 
issue throughout the campaign, more and more court dates. So if you were going to visit and see Trump, apparently that is not happening. Uh, Let's do let's do a comment. Before we run out of time, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com or text is good. I can't text you back, but you can text me 877-9713-971. What do you got? Oh, we do have a text comment. Yes, you can use the gas stove top. Just light a match. (laughs) Yeah, last was the last hour and we were talking about the gas stoves and Washington wants to um, Washington is making it illegal for new places to hook up natural gas, new construction. Yeah. And I was like, well, power, I started talking about power going out and I was like, yeah, most, most modern stoves don't allow, uh, uh, you, you got to have it plugged in, right. To, to ignite it. But of course, yeah, you could just turn the dial and stick a match. Yeah. In <laughs> yeah I knew that. I would have figured that out if, you know, it was like a zombie apocalypse <laughs> at some point. So, okay. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Let's do one more. Oh, we have one from Deborah. Hi, Jeff and family. I've been listening to you for years now. You helped me through the COVID hysteria, a voice of reason throughout the insanity. Thank you. I love the show as you provide information on what's happening locally as well as nationally and beyond. I have to say I loved yesterday's show so much. It was wonderful listening to your guest who was born in Vietnam who experienced the horrors of communism and is now helping us here in Arizona. I also love Carrie Lake even more for her integrity at rejecting a bribe and standing up for our country. It was one of the best shows for me. Well, thank you. That's and thank you for listening for all all these years, Deborah. I really appreciate that. And yeah, uh, Deborah always has lots of comments. Yeah, I love the comments. I always really, really good to read and see. Um, and yeah, I actually it's it's interesting because it was um, yeah that was yesterday's show. It all kind of blends together. Um, Representative Quan Nguyen, um is LD one. He's if you didn't hear this interview, I've got the video up at talkwithjeff.com. Of course, it's podcast. Uh, he represents LD one, which is largely the Prescott area, and he's his family's from Vietnam. And he shared his story. I don't think you heard this interview, Olivia. He shared his family's story of escaping communism as Saigon fell in nineteen seventy five. I think you had a similar story when you went to the Reagan Ranch, wasn't there? Someone there who left Vietnam? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there was a couple of them. There was like four of them. From different areas, yeah. So he shared that story, and I actually had him scheduled for uh, 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. I think, and I think we didn't even get through his story uh, of Vietnam for like 15 minutes. So I didn't even get to like the legislative update (laughs) to talk about his bills until later. And, you know, I asked him, hey, can you stick around and stuff? And I try to, when we're on the phone real quick before, uh, you know, at at break or when we're just starting the hour, figure out, hey, do you have a maximum time? Are you clear? Because he was just in the um, committee hearing or something. He goes, no, I'm I'm free for the rest of the day. So I kept him on. But normally, you know, I'm like, I try to schedule people 15, 20 minutes. We went basically the whole I think it was five o'clock hour. I mean, that's the way the an show interesting goes. Story. When you yeah. like get something, some topic, and you have a lot to say, you just keep going. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we know because you'll have like, oh, this, 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 and this planned, and you get to number two, and oh, there's the show. Yeah, exactly. And I, you know, not to, um, I get a lot of updates from politicians and the, the or rep, so-called representatives and this and that, and I, I appreciate that. And sometimes I'm like, okay, 12 to 15 minutes, we're good. You know, that's, but he, I really enjoy talking with them. So we'll get him back on. Um, yeah. And then the Carrie Lake thing, it's, yeah. I mean, she, look, I, I see all the media out there that, oh, she, you know, Jeff DeWitt on his way out, the former AZ GOP chairman, he's like, she staged this, you know, this was planned and this and that. I don't know. Maybe it was, but what she didn't know what you were going to say, which was trying to uh, get her to take a job in, in lieu of running, you know? Mm-hmm. offering something in exchange. They, she called it a bribe. I mean, I think you can easily call that a bribe to not run, yeah. right? Um, 
but she didn't know what he was going to say. So people are acting like, oh, this whole thing was this big setup. It's like, well, yeah, but his words, she didn't know that. She knew she was recording, obviously. So she mm-hmm. was probably acting accordingly. But yeah. his well, words well, certainly were horrible. Even if it was a setup, and since she did know it's recording, since she had control of that, if she was going to go along with that and be like, oh, wait, that money, that does sound good. Ooh. She could have accepted it. So it's like, it is still real in that way, even if it was a setup. Yeah, she could have. She would have deleted the recording. Yeah, she would have just gotten <laughs> rid of the evidence and taken yeah, it. Yeah, right. So I, I think, think it still shows. I think it said a lot more to her character. I mean, some people are like, well, you know, I don't trust having a meeting with her because she's going to be recording or this or that. Well, what do you, look. Yeah, what are you so scared of saying that? If you're dealing with politics, exposed. if you're dealing in business and stuff, um, there's a difference between in this age, privacy is very much dead, unfortunately. And I would just presume that whenever you're in a situation, a professional setting, like I said, politics, business, you're talking with, um, you know, I don't know, uh, some kind of business relationship. Mm-hmm. I would assume you're being record, recorded. You better operate that mm-hmm. way. And you- I would also think it's a good idea in certain situations for you to be recording. Look, I've had situations in business where something was going really wrong and I sensed I was dealing with a sleazy uh, other party and maybe I had a prior meeting. Maybe I just sensed something was about to go astray and I've popped on my phone because I'm trying to protect myself. If not, you don't have the evidence. Yeah, in a business relationship. uh, When you get that feeling, you do have a device on your phone or if you're dealing with some... I've dealt with it with public people (laughs) pretty recently where we're talking about something and I'm trying to get information from them and they're being kind of slimy on the phone and they're being recorded in that situation. When Mm -hmm. I call, when I call someone up to do research and especially if they're a a government organization, uh, you better believe the board's running, you know, because that's the business we're in. Now I'm not sitting here recording like, um, you know, hopefully our home ain't bugged. That's illegal. Yeah. That's illegal in Arizona. Without them in your presence. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So, um, I you know, Carrie Lake obviously sensed something was going up. There was it was it the whole recording? Probably not. Mm-hmm. Are there more recordings? I don't know. She claims, or he claims that she said there is. So anyway, hey Deborah, th- thank you for that yeah, comment. I don't Appreciate know if he's it. A reliable source. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about listen <laughs> listen to that recording. That was rough. I'm losing my voice as we get towards the end of these shows. My voice is starting to go. Uh, let's see. Um, Oh, uh, here's a bill down at the Arizona legislature. Then we'll get back down to, to back to the comments. Um, Senate Bill 1097. It's by uh, Justine Wadsack. She's a senator, obviously, Republican out of Tucson. She has a bill that is trying to make school board races um, partisan. So when you go to the ballot box, there will be an R or a D. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No labels is one. What would that be? NL? And and then there's, I think, um, libertarian is a registered party. So an L or something like that. Um, she's trying to make it that local school board races. There's about 200 school boards in Arizona would be partisan races going forward just for the general election. I guess Senator Ken Bennett, who's on the committee, um, was this the education committee? Yes. Senate education committee. It did pass four to three out of the Senate education committee with Democrats opposing. Yeah. He opposed it being for the primary. So primary would still be nonpartisan. And then the general election, your school board race would have a political 
you know, sign next to each so you know what they are. Uh, I'd like your thoughts on that. I mean, I'd like all these races to be nonpartisan, but part of what I'm hearing from her is um, that she wants people to be able to identify who, who are these people, right? Mm-hmm. What, where do they stand? What's their political affiliation? Like generally I vote for the Flagstaff Unified School District Board and pretty much most of the time there's like a bunch of liberals running and there might be a couple of conservatives running it would maybe it'd be nice to know what they are you know yeah, political it could affiliation be helpful for people are <clears throat> just gonna going win. and checking a few random names yeah. but it could always you, narrow it down you could do the research though and find out pretty yeah, quick it yeah it wouldn't be hard i mean a conservative will never get on the flagstaff unified school district uh, yeah. Know? So, okay. Another comment. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com or text 877-9713-971. I was a little confused until you explained this <clears throat> one, but somebody get me a cheeseburger living in the <laughs> USA, Steve Miller band. I will say, I read this as somebody get me a cheeseburger and like, kind of like preferably living in the USA. And I Don't was like, hungry. yeah, if I wanted a cheeseburger, I'd probably want it to come from the USA versus it being like, I don't know, shipped in a box or something. <laughs> <laughs> I always get a little scared when I'm in um, other countries, especially, uh, less developed countries and there's cheeseburger on the menu. Mm-hmm. It's just always a little sketchy <laughs> to me because like I didn't uh, see many cows. <laughs> you don't have a cow in this country. <laughs> what kind of cheeseburger is this? Okay. What was that now? What's the, uh, it just oh. says somebody get me a cheeseburger to text. No, no. I said the rest living in the USA. Oh, living in the oh. Miller band. Oh, okay. Earlier I was just started singing randomly. Somebody get me a cheeseburger. I don't know why. <laughs> And um, I was like, it's a song. Somebody's going to know this song. And of course, we get, we get a text on that. Um, yeah, Steve Miller Band, living, living in the USA. That's a good one. So, all right, quick break. Uh, before I forget, I used to have a DVD or CD of Steve Miller. You know what I did years ago when um, iTunes started hitting and you could just get your music forever digi- digitized? Um, I, I downloaded oh, all my, all I put all my songs from the CDs that I had hundreds and hundreds into the computer and then it connected with iTunes so that way I can always have those songs, mm-hmm. but always turned out to be a lot less time frame than I thought because now it's hard to access those. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess I got rid of the CDs. It was so stupid. It's been like a hunt so, for them. Like, yeah, I thought I it had them? a box somewhere, like I spindled up and I used to have that, um, you know, I used to have Steve Miller's greatest hits and all that. Mm-hmm. So. I got to find that box. I need to get back to hard copies of things. Speaking of hard copies, earlier I mentioned that the 72,000 plus fam, um, no, students in the state that use the ESA program, that if they all wrote to the governor and said to her simply, please stop attacking ESAs. I rely on this for my education. If 72,000 kids did that, but then their families too, so figure 280,000, 300,000 people just dumped letters, just sent them an actual physical mm-hmm. letter to the governor, and they had to like get volunteers to open all these letters, maybe <laughs> maybe from the sustainability department at Flagstaff since they got all those employees. But then they'd all say the same <clears> thing, <throat> so they could just sum it up and be like, we have a message from yeah. 200,000 people It's like, what are you. they doing in that room? They're just opening letters of people pissed off at the governor for trying to kill the ESA program. Here's the mailing address. Olivia's got it for you. You can mail the governor a letter. It's, it's a letter. of the governor is... 1700 West Washington Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85007. Yeah, okay, and I'll put... Yeah, you call too, but I think you should send a letter. Send a letter. 
1700 West Washington Street, Phoenix, Arizona, 85007, uh, Office of the Governor. I'll put the I'll put this in the podcast. I think everyone should start mailing a letter. You can also email, too. So I guess give that one out. I just think that those get deleted so quick. Yeah, probably. The, if, if you have to. Um, the email is engage at az.gov. And what's the stamp cost now? I haven't sent a letter in a long time. 50 cents? Am uh, I way off? I mean, what's it cost to even know. mail a letter? I've never bought a stamp. Yeah, you you probably never sent a letter, right? I have. I send <laughs> letters when we send do, do giveaways. Oh, that's right. We got to start mm-hmm. that up again too. Last comment, and we're running out of time. Thanks for having Olivia on from It Goes Too Far. Hopefully, this will wake some people up. God bless you and your family. That's from Brian. Hey, thanks, Brian. Yeah, Olivia was on yesterday from It Goes Too Far. Well worth listening to that interview as well. This is a group that's fighting uh, the push to get abortion to full term here in Arizona, California-style abortions. You should definitely go uh, to that. Just just Google um, It Goes Too Far, and you'll see their, their website and things you can do to help um, to try to keep this thing off the ballot here in Arizona. Well, last one, Olivia, here. Uh, if you were to build the nation's tallest building, um, where would you build it? Uh, what city? What city? A specific city? Yeah, just name something. Hurry up. We're running out of time. I don't, I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere flat? Like, like. Oh, wow. You're going with flat? See, I would think you'd say New York or San Francisco or Chicago. No, there's oh, a, there's, I was about to say a Kansas. No, you're, you're close. There's a, you, I would never guess that. There's a, um, a developer who wants to build the largest building in the U.S. Uh, in Oklahoma City. Of that all was places, my second and, guess. <laughs> and I don't know if you ever been through there, but there's already a very large building, and it's so flat. And you see this building, you're like, "Why is this? This is a huge building there already." They're proposing to build a uh, 1,907 foot tall building. They're trying to get a variance to get it up a couple hundred more feet or something. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge building. Um, not as high as the one in Dubai. That's the world's um, tallest highest. building. That's like 2,500 feet or something crazy like that. This would be the fifth tallest building in uh, in the world, though, if they decide to build this in Oklahoma City. And, well, and Angela, it's so flat that you can go to the top and see. Oh, you see, for, you you'll see to you'll see to Dubai from there. Yeah. <laughs> and Angela earlier, she was like, "Well, what about a tornado? Because it's you know tornado area." And I was like, "I don't yeah. think tornadoes taking out this this building, right? There's another. There's already a big sounds, one there. Sounds pretty sturdy." That'd, that'd be pretty cool. I love going in those big buildings. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. In Oklahoma City, that's going to be interesting. That'd be cool to see from a distance, too. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's it for today. Weekly Roundup tomorrow. And we're always happy to get your comments to talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And uh, don't forget to sub- subscribe to the podcast. Give us comments in there, too. I really appreciate all those comments on YouTube and Rumble as well. Have a great, safe night. Take care. See you soon. Thanks for listening to the Jeff Orbit Show. Portions of this show may be pre-recorded. And remember, the information provided on the show does not constitute legal, medical, financial, or tax advice. All information is the opinions of the host and his guests. You should always seek the advice of a professional regarding any of these complex issues to make sure all circumstances of your situation are properly considered. Remember to catch the podcast by looking up the Jeff Orbit Show on your favorite podcast provider, including places like Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, and more. Also available on Rumble and on YouTube. Just look up Orvitz, O-R-A-V-I-T-S. And remember, the show streams Monday through Friday at 4.06 p.m. right up at talkwithjeff.com. Also available on FM on 97.1 FM, the big talker throughout northern Arizona. 
and 107.9 FM in the Prescott area.